Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and y'all listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You bored. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Best of moment number 18 from Mad TV Curb Your Enthusiasm, The Dictator, and his new show on ABC splitting up together, The Always uh, it's Crazy. I just said it like walking. The Always Crazy, Bobby Lee. Yeah, Do you remember the first are. little person you ever met before Brad? <laughs> yeah, there was another guy named, uh, uh, no, he wasn't Brad. His name was um, Ben. Okay. And I w- worked at a Panikin coffee shop. You see how Brad's face changed, by the way? He was like, who the fuck is Ben? And I thought I was the only <laughs> one the in your fuck? life. <laughs> who the fuck you can tell is this one. other midget <laughs> yeah. moving no, in I... on my Bobby? <laughs> so the the ones that I've ever met, coming for you, right? <laughs> the little magical people that I've met right, in my life, is Ben had tattoos like down to his wrist back in the early 90s, which is pretty, you know. It was a great time for tattoos. <laughs> yeah, but it was also new, too. Oh, yeah. We didn't see a lot of people. It was mm-hmm. just starting to happen. Right. And Ben, I worked with at this coffee shop, and he ha- always had the hottest chicks I've ever seen. Like, I saw him make out with this pump and a nine at a bar, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I, I, was, I, could, I was unfuckable. I couldn't get anybody. <laughs> like, w- they wouldn't even look at me, women, right? And this little guy is like killing it. That's my dude, Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. like Ben now. So then I'm like, Keeping it real for the people, Ben. <laughs> you know, I had to do morning shifts, and I, I did it with Ben, and we were like washing dishes one morning. Mm. And I just kind of look at him, and I go, how did you get so much pussy? And he goes, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob. Baba. Baba. <laughs> yeah. Ba-da-da-da. He goes, um, I swing a hundred times a day. Wait, on the swing? Like on no, the no, swing? He, That's how he builds. No, strength? he goes to the bat. He goes to bat and he yeah. swings. They made he swung around. No, 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 no. <laughs> they do that, at, you know, in their dreams. We do that, yeah, we do that in magical. private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I've got one above my bed. Tafafet, the cookies are ready. Uh, how do you think we get on the bed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to swing on the bed with the Tarzan, that shit on the bed. It's either a Tarzan swing or we got that ramp that Dachshunds use. Yeah, but he, it's that, but he was right. Though. I, I, then I recalled him always like, but he was always trying. You're, you're always trying to make an attempt. And he looked at me and he says, I've never seen you try, which I hadn't. Oh. Right? And I, it, I learned a very valuable lesson from my little friend there, you know? Well, and then We are very wise. And then there was the second one that I met, I moved to LA, was we, we, I lived in Silver Lake. Yeah. And we had a lot of like skateboarders stay at our house. Mm-hmm. We, had, we had this apartment called the Dumpster. It was on Sanborn, and it was two apartments. Yeah. I mean, two rooms, but it was 16 people living there. My brother lived in my closet. It was fucking terrible in there. We had a 16-year-old runaway girl from the Beverly Hills Mm -hmm. who was a meth addict, and she would clean our apartment with a toothbrush all night long. Jesus. We had a homeless man in there. It was crazy. But we also had 
skaters that would stay there. Yeah. And I, that's where I met Wee Man. Best of moment number 19. I can't believe we're buddies with these guys now. And they do the podcast uh, more than any other uh, podcast out there. They love us. We love them. The Goo Goo Dolls. You guys actually just got, uh, when I Googled you guys, to when, when I Googled the Goo Goo, uh, <laughs> which... Don't don't rent that tape. Uh, <laughs> and I was looking up stuff that was recent. Like you, uh, you just made the news for something you said about Beyonce and the 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 the, the TRL photo shoot. Oh yeah, yeah, because it was the TRL class of '99. Oh photo yeah, shoot. Oh, the old and class she of '99. She came walking down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. With and the just, other two nameless people, whoever the hell they were. <laughs> Shout out to Destiny's Child. I was like, ah, da, da, da. and and that's how the Goo Goo Dolls got their name because that was the sound you made when you saw Beyonce. Hi, Goo Goo. <laughs> she was, it was it was she was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. it was ridiculous. It, it is strange how there are some people that are just like when when pe- when people say like, oh, she's a ten. You're like. Yeah. Like no, because I've seen a ten and I couldn't talk. <laughs> yeah, like you just can't. Right, you can't. Uh, basic bodily yeah. functions she don't had, work on. She you. had an aura, and then she knew who I was, and I was just like a double. Uh, oh uh, my uh, god! Uh, uh. So she just comes up and goes, "Oh, I like that song you do." Yeah, no, she, <laughs> she said, "She said, hi, Goo Goo Doll." <laughs> Singular, and I was like, "Yeah," I was like. Beyonce recognition has got to be the best recognition, right? Yeah, that's a good one. Well, it also I mean, sounds like a Harrison Ford movie. Yeah, Beyonce recognition. Yeah. Beyonce recognition. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> like the butterfly effect. <laughs> it, it, it is amazing to look back at that photo and see, like that's that photo is 19 years ago. Yeah, uh, and how many people are still popular? I don't know. Because you got you have you have you guys. You have uh, In Sync, which is like maybe like three out of the five guys. Yeah, four out of the five. Yeah. You know, which pretty good you have uh jennifer lopez who arguably might be more popular now than she was back then right right and uh who else you got uh christina aguilera it's britney spears lenny, lenny, lenny kravitz, kravitz. diddy Le- yeah fred oh, Durst. Yeah. you know not all not, not everyone's still around i was about to say i i, I think durst was the only one you know that didn't stick around do you know what's crazy though yeah. I, j- I just learned this fred durst directs movies what movies? He directs movies. Yeah, I had, he's, I had the he's same reaction. He's directing a movie called Moose with John Travolta in it. <laughs> what? It's so figure. weird, right? I'm like, what? What's going? What kind of weird Scientology? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Something really yeah. bizarre happening. Wow. Here. I mean, yeah. It, it, I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, and God yeah, I'll probably go see it. <laughs> yeah, if it's, got, if it's got John Travolta and a moose, yeah, as a moose, finally, as mo- as a as a moose. Right. That 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 is crazy to look back. Like when, when when you guys were going on TRL, that was like in the when it was in New York and the big crowds would form outside. Yeah, yeah. Like for like I'm 34, and for for people my age, like TRL was everything. You right. would, you, would, you would run home, watch the watch the countdown, yeah. get. So upset when the Backstreet Boys were beating <laughs> Corn, <laughs> and I'm like, D- no, Corn is a real band, man. Yeah, write their own songs, play their own instruments, not this Backstreet crap. And now, and, and now, if you ask me, uh, what band has do, do do I have more of on my iPod? It's definitely Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys, really? <laughs> yeah. It, wow. Compared to Corn, you want some more. stuff ages. Better. I don't, I don't yeah. know any. I don't, I, I don't know any Corn songs. Oh, I, like, I, I you know what? I, thank you very much. I don't think you've lived. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I I've heard them. I know I've heard them. Yeah, we did play with them once. We did play. Yeah. We opened for Corn once. Yeah, that was oh, shit. Where a really horrible miscalculation. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, gonna say yeah. that those genres of music don't <laughs> yeah. exactly In blend. Phoenix. 
in Phoenix. So everyone's hot. They, and, well, they were they were they were throwing bottles and cans at the stage, and then and then they started the lawn on fire, and they were ripping seats out. <laughs> oh so, my god! So we were like, "Thank you, <laughs> good night." <laughs> Best of moment number twenty from Reno nine one one night at the museum. Uh, the Odd Couple, uh, everything. He's just a comedy beast. And starring with me in the Bellman movie coming out next year, it's Thomas Lennon. How often you got do you a black th- wedding ring? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, but you're married to an Asian lady. Yeah, so that's confusing. Very- <laughs> <laughs> what race is she? I got to check check my ring. Mm. Yeah, uh, I've lost two wedding rings. You've Dang. lost them. To in on shoots uh, at home. Yeah, fucking yeah. so, women. No. Yeah, yeah. Usually they just <laughs> end up. Yeah. Two of them. Do you remember the guy that played the principal in Ferris Bueller? Yes. Yeah. Two of them I lost up his butt. <laughs> I mean, the guy's, I mean, he's convicted. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no. Here's how I lost two wedding rings. So this wedding ring here, ready? Listen for the sound, guys. You're going to love it. Okay. That's a cheap ass wedding ring. Mm-hmm. That's it? because this is, uh, you know, that little like a. Uh, kiosk at the grove where they sell like yeah. jewelry and it says like silver in air quotes <laughs> <laughs> that's where this is from it yeah. was 16 dollars at the grove no way right. my first wedding ring was uh, platinum yeah it was solid like white platinum they call yeah, it right. it was like four thousand dollars you can like something like that hit someone with it was doing a uh like amy mann's christmas show at the wiltern theater okay awesome ben and i were getting dressed in the reno 911 outfits and i always slip the ring in the pocket of mm-hmm. the shirt just because it doesn't thank yeah. wouldn't have one ring so the show was a disaster for us no. we got heckled what I've, I've, in the reno 911 outfits we're in the reno 911 outfits come on and some young girl on the upper balcony just goes come on <laughs> get on with the amy oh okay enough yeah. jesus and we were like it was really really disconcerting <laughs> but in character that's a fun thing to get to play with yeah no no it's <laughs> no. like no don't like no it was actually like it was like two nights before christmas it was a yeah. turn. Oh, we got heckled by some drunk amy man fan which was like really <laughs> weird mm-hmm. it just didn't feel right and then we were like storming out of there because you know when things don't go well, you get out of a place real fast. You're yeah. Like, fuck me. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. 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 Ruined your much. Christmas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dick in your. Guess what? <laughs> Enjoy the gummy bears. <laughs> Christmas is ruined. Yeah. Uh, go get home. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm feeling around. Oh, no. And then I go and I find the dangle shirt and I feel in the shirt. And I kick the pockets. Gone. So somewhere backstage at the Wiltern Theater in L.A., I lost a $4,000 wedding ring. Jesus. That was my first one. So then I do a genius move, which is I okay. get an exact replica. Oh, good. I told my wife. I was like, hey, I yeah. lost it backstage yeah. at the Amy Mann show. And she was like, not only that, you also got heckled. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it really was a shitty night. <laughs> Somehow the heckle. Up. By yeah. the way, also yeah. they didn't validate my parking. Yeah. yeah. So I lost $4,000 yeah. and $20. <laughs> and earlier that day, some old Russian lady beat me out for the last mini quiche at Costco. Quiche. And yeah. I'm yeah. still going to be So, uh, So I get an exact replica ring. Mm-hmm. Heavy, platinum, yeah. four grand. Same. I go to the exact same place. I'm like, just make me the exact same ring. Identical, everything. They're like, great. I get it back. It's got good, it's good and heavy. So I was uh, skiing up at Mammoth. And uh, I feel in my glove. And I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. Fuck. My wedding ring. Where the fuck is my wedding ring? And I pull my glove off. My, I don't have my ring on. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing it on my right hand. I don't know why. It's just yeah. something I do. So it's not there. And... I'm like, oh, fuck, I know what happened. When I pulled my gloves off in the restaurant, my hand was cold, mm-hmm. so it must have popped off 
down at that yodeler restaurant down at Mammoth. Jeez. So I'm going to call them right now and say, yeah. please look around. There's, yeah. a, like, there's a very expensive ring on the floor or somewhere near where we were sitting. Make sure you tell the people that are making just about much minimum wage. That it's, it's a $4,000 dollar piece yeah. ring. <laughs> <laughs> Worth thousand dollar ring. I literally it, fart it's worth more out. than your life. <laughs> yeah, I will never think about it again. But if you happen to find it, yeah, <laughs> shoot me an RT. Uh, but so, that, yeah, so I, I'm like, I got to get my phone out, call right. the yodeler. Yeah, I'm not going to tell him how much. Well, maybe I don't know. Yeah. So I unzip the thing, pull my phone out, and you know, uh, your phone used to like have headphones that were attached to it. Yeah, right. old iPhones used to have. So I pull the phone out, headphones are attached. And I watch, it was in this pocket, I watch my wedding ring go, I'm on the ski lift, by the way. I'm on chair 25. Oh, God. No. And it goes like that. And I just see it. Like, remember the shot with the Frodo and the thing? Yeah. Yes. And it just went and went into the snow, like Bye. 50 feet down. Yeah. And then the rest of my day as I skied down there and it took off my skis and I would just walk around trying to find it. Oh, you looked it. for it. I looked for it for hours where Damn. I thought it was. And every time people would go by, they'd be like, are you okay? <laughs> and I said, I lost my wedding ring. They said, you should have a metal detector. <laughs> okay, man. Yeah. I like, I happen to be skiing <laughs> right. for the first time ever yeah. without my metal detector. <laughs> what are the chances? What right. are the, yeah. Best of moment number 21, you know, from Saturday Night Live and uh, so many cartoons. Uh, the one, the only, Melissa Villasenor. Has there been like a musical guest that's been on the show where you? Because I know Jay Moore would talk about that he would always make sure that he would see the rehearsals because oh yeah, be, oh, yeah. Be, because they have to do the full song even though there's like not an audience there. So like, do you make a point for some of the musical guests to be like, oh man, like Jack White's here this week, I gotta go see him. Yeah, I think who was I like really pumped about this year? You seem oh, like la last year really loved Bruno Mars. Yeah. Oh what shit. A psycho. That's... Like you don't. Da you're a psycho. No, no. Psycho not talent. Psycho talent. Yeah. yeah. That dancing and just like. Oh, he's as close to MJ I don't as I think understand. we got. Singing too. I mean, like I don't understand vocally how Jesus. he gets those notes. You know, I've tried to hit some of those notes in the shower and just he can't. I mean, he can't. Sorry, just picturing Adam in the shower. <sighs> oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Twenty-four gamut magic. <laughs> Actually, I'm just in the show. Who am I kidding? I'm in the show going, Do you believe in love? <laughs> I want to play Cher uh, in the Cher or Lifetime movie. <laughs> or like Cher's like a strange like brother who shows up being like, Hey, can I get 50 grand to start a business? Adam, how about you? You said you believe about life after love. Well, I just got dumped and I'm looking to start a new life. Adam, how about you play share? I, I, I don't. I can't give you money. Adam, you play share, and uh, why don't you give some advice to Gwen Stefani? Perfect. <laughs> Thanks you know, for, I'm th kind of broke right now. Yeah. Well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well. Look, I'm glad you came over, Gwen, because you know I've given a lot of advice to a lot of young singers. Yeah. And how much money do you have? <laughs> I got a book. <laughs> Two dollars. Oh, that's not very much at all. You can get a chicken McNugget sandwich, <laughs> or just the nuggets by themselves. I haven't been to Mickey D's in a while. I like the chicken nuggets. <laughs> I'm more of a Dairy Queen lady. <laughs> I always like to pull up to the drive-thru and go, "Do you believe in two spoons in that blizzard?" Because I'm looking to share with a friend. 
named Gwen who can't afford her own food. Gwen, maybe have you have you thought about getting a side job? Yeah, I was thinking maybe Pet Boys. <laughs> the auto shop? <laughs> yeah. Mm. What does your resume say? <laughs> have you met? Have you met my husband? I'm a wall. Have you met my, my my husband John? Have you met my husband Jason Statham? Wait, wait, wait! Trying to bring me into this? Shit! Yeah, I thought we would agree to just keep our relationship silent. Now. I'm fucking Jason Statham you got, now. You got, you got me right here in front of Gwen Stefani. It's you gotta find yourself a sugar daddy, Gwen. I got Blake. <laughs> oh that, yeah, that's great. Me, uh, me, me and Blake should go do kettlebells sometime. Yeah. I dust off his cowboy boots. She does. That's right. Hey, y'all. I'm Blake Shelton. Hey, Blake. What up? I can tell you guys really have a really a fruitful relationship. Oh, we know everything about one. We know each everything. Other. We, fin- we, we finish each, each, finish yeah. each, other, each other's sentences. Like, what's my favorite type of uh, food? Hash browns. See? What's my favorite type of... Uh, of uh, a little sock. See? I didn't even have to say what's my favorite type of foot cover. I call socks foot covers, by the way. And what's my, my favorite food? Cool. Uh, <laughs> roast beef, tuna, yep. together. Yeah, you just don't, t- I don't tell anyone. You know, nobody knows that about Gwen. I just eat salads. People see pictures of her and uh, us weekly eating salads, and they're like, the stars are just like us. Well, you don't fucking know that she like. Once liked- they went to Oklahoma, bring on the. Bring on the beef. Beef. See? <laughs> Blake, I have an overwhelming urge to punch you in the face. <laughs> well, every day. I've got a very punchable face there, Jason. <laughs> Best of moment number 22 from Workaholics, and I'm dying up here. He helped come up with the with the uh, the story for Quick Fat. It's Eric Griffin. I think the reason why people like podcasts, by the way, you know, is because we we need human interaction. You know, so like people think that tweeting and texting and that that's we're connect, we're not connected. That's no. why you know FaceTime is becoming more big and like yeah, why you people, FaceTime a lot. Why people send emo- well, my girlfriend, yeah, you know she's you know it's, <laughs> it's like hey, give me a warning shot. You know what I mean? Oh, well, dude, can, the can, uns the let un, me like uh, let me like set up the hotel room at least. Give me get myself together. You know what? Let me let me tell you what's wrong with it. By the way, what's wrong with it? This, with my girlfriend? She'll she'll be in her car driving. She'll just have her phone sitting in the in the wherever it's connected to. She's not that. even looking at me, my right? Yeah. But we're too. talking FaceTime. No. Right? Hey, guess what? That's let me be playing video games. <laughs> let me be playing video games while she's yeah. You're not looking at me. Yeah. Why aren't you like? Watch me you're drive. not giving me attention. You're not giving me attention or whatever it is oh, like that. Dude. And I'm like, what, what about when you were driving? Well, at least Someone she puts it in the console. My mom will straight up hold it while she's driving. Oh, and I'm like, no, hey, no, mom, no. I want you around for a while. Yeah, as yeah. long as possible. Yeah. You're getting in the way of that. But I just need a little, I need a little warning. Like, give me a little like, hey. Yeah. Hey, FaceTime. Um, in, I, you, are you available to FaceTime? Yeah. FaceTime ever been, in five? Ever been yeah, FaceTime that. attempted by someone you haven't talked to in like five years? Oh, yeah. Um, like, how Isn't that dare insane? You? Yeah. That like, might, are you out of your mind? To me, that might be the most insane thing you can do as a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's what? where you want to jump to? <laughs> We're going to go from zero contact to yeah. FaceTime? <laughs> yeah. Like, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, you want to do the equivalent of just bumping into each other on the street? Now it's like, oh, shit, I have to have at no, least a three-minute no, no. conversation. Yeah. This would at be least. like you yeah. bump into someone on the street, and then you go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> like, you leave. Like, hey, you want to go to Paris? <laughs> 
oh, I don't have any bags. That's what FaceTiming yeah. me if yeah. I don't talk to you for a yeah. long time. Because like I FaceTime my <laughs> wife and my mom, and that's about it. I don't FaceTime. You yeah. know, it's young people shit, man. Yeah. My girlfriend, she like she's like you know, but she tells me you're the only person I FaceTime. So I go, all right, because she's she's into like you know, let's see each other. I want to see you. Yeah. But like Matt Rife, he FaceTimes. You know, he's mm-hmm. 22, so he's like. In his car, like you know, I was like, Matt, why you just call me? It's like, oh, you're so old. <laughs> I'm like, this is ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Right I know now, what dude. you look like, Matt. It's cool. I'm waiting for the holograms <laughs> and all that shit that's gonna happen. <laughs> They're coming. Next. It's coming. Hey, it, it, implants I mean, or like you know where of the chips? Yeah, but, you know, it's like it's like when I, if I look at you, I can see your Twitter followers. Like like oh, like geez. you know what I mean? Like I can see it's things gonna about go you. Full Minority Report, isn't it? Yeah, man. I watched this. Oh, that Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah, that shit's scary. I can't watch some of those. That one, the more you watch Black Mirror, the more you go, "This could be real." Like that one about happen. like getting likes and getting like you know ratings. Like we're already there with that shit. Yeah, I know? mean, hell, uh, that's what they do when you walk to some agents and managers' office. Uh, how many followers do you have? I know. Like, and, and they'll literally ask that. So yeah, we're we're at that point to where you go, oh, and that's it, what I'm saying. Can you it might get a to the point, yeah, right or now, like, and you don't have a, you know. A, a podcast a podcast that's gonna be a thing <laughs> no that's already yeah my agents are already like oh yeah you gotta start a podcast you know you're great on these podcasts you know yeah everybody has a podcast they're, they're selling tickets and you know you gotta get you know that's all, all right. but, but, but also they're using like, so the, like i the did dogs. the thing that you're supposed to do to sell tickets yeah yeah i got on i was really tv funny. shows yeah yeah you know but now it's like no one cares yeah games change and follow the game right yeah. well okay so then uh follow eric on his youtube channel uh it's gonna <laughs> No, bro. <laughs> Best of moment number 23. She has a new podcast called Ask Eliza Anything and a slew of killer Netflix specials, including her latest one, Confirmed Kills. It's Eliza Schlesinger. You get chances because somebody does like you and they actually can't cast you. Like, right. I was never going to be the lead in 12 Years of Slave. Like, no matter how no, many times they're right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, like, all these casting directors we talk about, like, they bring you in because they're like, I like them. Let's see what they can do. Like, you won't get auditions if you actually suck. They will not keep bringing you in. Right. You will not keep getting invited back to comedy clubs if you're a pain in the ass to work with or if you're not increment, incrementally selling more and more tickets. Yeah. So just because it doesn't go boom the first time doesn't mean people aren't watching. Um, I do want to talk about, because it was a great time in my life, and I want to know if it was a great time in your life, and it was a lot of fun, but separation anxiety. Okay. How did that... Everybody wants to know. They do. I'm sure. People ask me about it all the time. Yeah. Um, how did that come to be? And then I want to know what you loved about the experience because I, I, you've you've gotten to do. It's pretty cool when you get to point of business and you step back. And I hope you have to go like, oh, I've gotten to do. I don't know if it's everything you've wanted to do, but right. like have your foot dipped in all the pools of like acting, hosting, talk show, book, and stand up. You know, dip is uh, generous. <laughs> Hilarious. Skimming of the top layer <laughs> of muck. Uh, but with the game show, like that, what about it became appealing? And then what in the, all right. No, no. What did you love about the process? Um, and what did you uh, not enjoy? I think people like to watch me because they love the the witticisms and the asides and how quick it is. Which was great for that, uh, for hosting. Right, you know but saying? I think you were... I think you made that show funny, funnier and I think you made it fun. Like I genuinely, comics are competitive, you know, and of course you want more laughs or whatever. Oh yeah. But I really enjoyed, like, like you know, I've got this earpiece in, you're listening to producers, you're doing a bunch of things, but you were genuinely funny and it was uh, really one of my first forays into actually working with another 
comedic person yeah with another comedian i don't i'd never really booked a role on anything i haven't spent time on tv shows and stand-up is such a solo endeavor so i was at, i would genuinely laugh we throw to you and you were just so shameless you would do whatever we said yeah which had is to. great you had to but like you, you started picking up on that and would really <laughs> throw, oh yeah you commit to it so i i enjoyed that yeah it's fun to be in front of a live audience you know and yep. they clap like they care who you are when you come out and i yeah. got to keep the clothes but um shooting in atlanta did you like that when you're actually shooting in atlanta you're you're bust in and out like you come to work you like we like i think we did a couple spots while we were there but yeah. for the most part like it's not like you have days to yourself right. you know because we were there just to shoot that show yeah. and it was an ordered set it wasn't like a tv show where you was, i was in every i mean i was the host uh, yeah and um, like three four episodes a day i mean that was crazy the producers were nice and i had I had hosted pilots before I'd hosted excuse. So, okay. So you had like, you were comfortable in that just arena of uncomfortable in the discomfort of standing in heels and doing yeah. stuff, but it was fun to work with you and to have like that energy of a live audience. It wasn't like in a vacuum. Did you like the banter with the contestants? Like, yeah, you know what I actually tough? did like, I never think about the show to be honest. Yeah. Um, well, that's why I wanted to bring it up. Cause well, I know you don't. What I did like was that, you know, cause people love, to be like, it's a dating show. I'm like, nope, they're already couples. Some of them are actually related. <laughs> I know people love to think that like as a woman, like dating is all I know, but it was, so that stigma was difficult to shake off. Um, and then you can't, you would say it's a relationship show and we would do the press for it. Yeah. But relationship makes you think sex. You don't think like a relative. Right. The stories for the most part were all very compelling. It was, we have our own business and we don't have the money to fix the floor for my dance floor. It was my husband is in the military and we need money for this. Like they, you wanted these people to win the money and it wasn't cause like, I want a sports car. Like it was, <laughs> we have children and we want this. this yeah. was, they were real things. They, yes. It was a slice of Americana. Like it was showing like these are real Americans yeah. and these are reason. And I get goosebumps thinking about it cause that too. reality TV in a good way, like that's its good core yeah. is seeing people get it, get a chance at something better. And they still won something even if they totally. lost. And I think that's a nicer way to end the show versus you lost and ate shit on national TV right. cause you don't know trivia about ostriches. <laughs> Best of moment number 24. Holy shit. Um, from Chelsea Laley, Controlled Chaos. And, uh, and maybe the craziest episode of ALN in the history of the podcast in which I almost died from a hiccup attack, which is this clip. It's my buddy Josh Wolf. You know what's even worse than the hiccups? Is the feeling you have to hiccup and you just, your mouth's, your mouth's open. You're like, and you're waiting, you're waiting for it. Is that a technique to? No, but you know what I told us? <laughs> Fuck. Dude, it's literally like. Maybe you have no control. You have no no. It's almost like getting you, shanked in an elevator. Why don't you try holding your breath and I'll talk? Whoa! What was that? I don't know. The hiccup was like trying to get in the way and Give it wouldn't it let me breathe in. Boy, this hiccup is about to kill Adam Ray. Say good night, everybody. Um, dude. So, uh, oh, <laughs> God, dude. All right, I, I, I was, gotta stop. I was telling the story. I don't know if did I tell it today. Somebody was asking me about um, the, whoa. All right, talk. I just can't, because I don't want to stop. Hold your breath. This is at the point where the audience goes, go. (laughs) They go. (laughs) They go, go to a doctor. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
I can't believe I wasn't filming that. Uh, (laughs) 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 I'm literally Uh, crying. I have tears. Oh. <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm crying. Dude. Whew, that is some <coughs> grade A entertainment. Adam Ray, thank you so much for that. Uh, I've never seen somebody laugh so hard. Oh, dude, that made me <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's in my stomach? <laughs> I haven't eaten anything today but a fucking banana berry smoothie. But why? Why is it making three different noises? <laughs> You're sneezing, burp, hiccup. What was it? The hiccup, sneeze, come fart. I said hiccuping, sneezing, coming up. <laughs> are the are the things that that you can't control the most I, in life? I honestly I said those might are the throw four up. Original planet. Original planet. Hiccup, sneeze, come and fart. It's the weirdest sounding hiccup. Oh, because you really sound like you might throw up at some point, dude. It's a really, it's deep and it feels awful. It just, it's so. It's, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that sounded like somebody was breaking out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> was that fucking Tim Robbins fucking, and Morgan yeah. Freeman sneaking away? You finally. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, shit. Andy Dufresne. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that noise? Oh, it hurts, man. I can't stop. Dude, my stomach hurts so much. <sighs> I could throw up. I literally could throw up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a grown man. I know. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, dude. I'm sorry, man. What? No. I mean... You have the old Jewish oh. guy noises down. I know. The, <coughs> you know this, is <laughs> this might be the shortest podcast. This ever. is not good, dude. This is not good. I can't stop, dude. Oh, my God. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Those noises are so weird. I've never heard anything like that. Plus, your face, you're so scared. <laughs> it's like the combination. I'm terrified. You man. are. There's a fear of the oh, unknown. I can't. Con- uh, dude, it, it's it's like being in a dark alley and you don't know what's coming. But I don't know why that. I've never heard that noise come out I've of someone before. I've never hiccuped like this before, man. This is. Look. It's like a death. Oh, this is not good, dude. This is not good. It's I mean, like a death rattle. Oh, I told you, like, dude. There is no reason for that noise to be coming out. What the fuck is that? There's, there's no, nothing is coming up. Oh, I'm uh, so sorry you had to hear this. Oh, uh, that is like. Oh God. <laughs> I haven't. St- Oh, dude! That is so amazing. That is like I'm sweating. 
Oh, I mean, have you seen? No, no. It, that's a hic- he's hiccup sneeze burping. There's no, there's nothing coming up. It's just that, but th- that's the hiccup, and it's making that noise. Yeah, and there's air in it, like but like burpy air. Yeah, but like why? We haven't said anything. We, we stopped the podcast. <laughs> we stopped talking about the podcast stuff ten minutes ago. Well, how long have been hiccuping for ten minutes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you try drinking the water? Again? <laughs> That's the, what would how would you describe that noise? It sounds like you're like about to throw up. Y- yeah, it's like a. <sighs> All right, we gotta just try to move on. Okay, I want to play you. Yeah, can, maybe try this. Can <sighs> maybe can I play you a song I've been doing on stage oh, just to, to hear your? Uh, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just all just move along. It's. Pretty amazing. I mean, it's cra- What is that? I, I don't have a way. It's to- not. And, and and what's so crazy about hiccups is that it doesn't seem it. It's a hiccup, right? Like anytime you think or talk about a hiccup, it's such a a quick diagnosis and like condition to where nobody's ever gone to the hospital for hiccups. Nine one one. Hello. Yes. What's your emergency? I can't stop hiccuping. Mm-hmm. Has never. Been it, recorded. It's about to be. <laughs> but because what does it lead to? What does it has someone ever? And there's never any like, yeah, I was I was hiccuping nonstop, so that's when I knew I had to go get checked because I had AIDS. Like, like there's no, you know, or oh, oh God. Boy. But what is? But what? The hiccup is the diaphragm. So it's okay. the diaphragm doing. I think <sighs> doing like jumping a little bit, but so, I don't know if they know why it does it. Um, and I, 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 I volunteered to bring the guitar out because then maybe that would give you a chance to do whatever you felt like you hiccup through the song. So this song I didn't even write. My, it's a poem my daughter wrote, and, and she wrote it when she was about six and a half years old because we bought her a cat. So she wrote word for word this song about her cat that she performed at the talent show in front of like 500 kids. That's amazing. At what age? About six and a half, seven. This is the song. Brightest dad moment ever? Uh, Up there. Yeah, just hear the poem about her cat. <clears throat> I just put it to music. Okay. You hear it? Yep. Ooh, I love her, my pussy. In front of the school. I like to hug her, my pussy. Yeah, my pussy likes to run around My pussy, she makes the cutest sounds of my pussy No, she didn't She can be scary, my pussy <laughs> She's out of her time with this She's really hairy, oh, no. my pussy Oh, that's the one Wait Oh, no My pussy likes to sleep on my chest And my pussy, she likes my brother best My pussy Oh, God, no <laughs> She's fine as she can be Yeah, she part of the family Well, that's sweet <laughs> And she likes to sleep all over the place <laughs> Ooh, my pussy should lick your face. Ooh, my pussy should lick your face. Dude. Dude. 
So <coughs> she opens with, ooh, I love her, my pussy. And I turn to Beth and I go, we got to get out of here. And she said, why? I go, oh, she opened with my pussy. That's the chorus. It's coming back around. Oh, my God. <laughs> that one almost looked like you swallowed your tongue. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. That's the moment number 25. It's the hilarious Fraser Smith. Did you see uh, on, a lot of <laughs> Vegas comedians uh, when you first started? Well, yeah, I was always a fan of those guys. So I was always a fan of Shecky Green. Yeah, and, Shecky and, Green. You know, oh. and, and all the Bob Hope. I was yeah. a big fan. You of. You saw Bob and, Hope. I uh, saw Hope. Uh, was he w- met Bob Hope? Wow, that is one How old guy. Shecky. I knew Shecky. You knew Shecky. I thought you were saying yeah. I met Shaq. <laughs> yeah. I, I met Shaq too. But Have you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. What was a cooler uh, encounter, Shaq Both or cool. Bob Hope? Both yeah. super cool. Now, yeah, well, Bob Hope is one of those guys in our business that I, right. I've I, like. I would love to. I'm just fascinated by. I think he was just so. Yeah, yeah, kid. Yeah. How has there been that? a movie or documentary on? There probably has, right? I'm yeah, sure, yeah. It was a, called Keep Hope Alive. Yeah. Was it really? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, look at all those old uh, movies, and he's just amazing. He's yeah. amazing. And, what? And how did you meet him? Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, well, he came to Ice House one night mm-hmm. and was hanging out there. I got to meet him there, and he came to Laugh Factory one night. I met him there. Too. And that was in his nineties. Yeah, or? when he was older. By the way, yeah. The, the, yeah. we should clarify for the listeners if you don't know, the Ice House is a comedy club, not a uh, lesbian oh. Eskimo bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, both. Yeah. <laughs> it can be. Yeah, it can. Depends on it, Thursday. Yeah. 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 Uh, and one night playoff. off. Yeah. yeah. But. But yeah, back, back to the uh, the thing with Michael Richards. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that can you just take it through that night? I mean, is it a standard night show for you? You're walking pretty much in, a basic night. Yeah, basic night. You're hosting, and I'm hosting. And I remember the guy. Remember we used to have that big, uh, giant security guy. Steve. No, before no. Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian. Yes. Oh, okay. Brian. Okay. I remember Brian. Yeah. yeah, yeah Brian yeah. Uh, came up to me and he goes, man, he, he was the upstairs uh, bouncer then. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, Fraser, I'm not feeling well. I have the flu. I, I'm going home early. I'm leaving before the show. So Steve took off, uh, uh, Brian took off, yeah. and I didn't even think about it. I thought, oh, okay. So we're doing the show, and I brought up Johnny Sanchez first, mm-hmm. and then I brought Great up comic. Suli McCullough, both mm-hmm. really good comics. Great comic. And then Suli and I are upstairs hanging out in the lounge upstairs, and we're kind of half watching the show on the, you know, the like we screens, do on the yeah. monitor and mm-hmm. talking about other stuff. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we hear this guy going off, because what had happened was they had let uh, a group upstairs at Laugh Factory that were having a birthday party. Mm-hmm. And they were pretty loud. Got it. You know, they were loud. And they mm-hmm. weren't really heckling. They were just loud. Yeah. And, and I there's think only as a comic, there's only so long you can ignore that. You eventually have to say something. Yes. Yeah. But hopefully not hopefully what Hopefully you kill said. it with kindness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, rule of thumb, if you're teaching a comedy course on <laughs> how to handle uh, noise, yeah. uh, number one through five on that list should be don't scream the N-word. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would be uh, number one. Well, you know, and, and really, you, I guess what you do is to diffuse that is just, yeah, kill them with kindness. Yeah. You know, be friendly. And so you heard, you heard the, the there was screaming like from and so then the stage we, or from the audience? Well, kind of both. Okay. And, and we look up and he's going off you see him just pointing up and, and we're screaming. stunned it mm-hmm. was like we're stunned because also you haven't seen look michael richards i saw him two weeks prior uh, at the belly room of the comedy store and i'm talking to him and he's like hey yeah uh, i was like oh man i was like uh big fan man you going up he's like yeah i don't really have an act though i just kind of uh, get up there and i wing it and i'm a little nervous i go i think you're gonna be great i go have you just been getting into stand-up he goes yeah well i was on a show for a while i go oh no shit what, what was that 
designing women and he kind of laughs and I go dude I know you know whatever yeah. and then I go well good luck to you up there I'm sure it'll be great and he got there and did a lot of crowd work and whatnot. but there were some he- girl girls heckling and he kind of laid into them but people were it was a little it was a little malicious but uh, people were so on board with who he was that it went over great people loved it yeah. uh, but I definitely saw a guy who was not comfortable with handling something that was off uh, script well he was known for kind of snapping okay mm-hmm. you know and he'd done it several times well okay. I mean he's the guy and if, if you go even deeper into his career he's the guy where he was doing a live show with Andy Kaufman and Andy was doing his thing and kind of going off script where Michael Richards what this is live on TV he walks off camera grabs the cue cards walks on camera and slams the cue cards down in front of Andy Kaufman so he's known to yeah. get a little upset. Well, I think, you know, he was brilliant as Kramer. Sure. Let's, let's be honest. He was unbelievable. Un- uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Right? Like, un- yeah. I mean, top. I mean, look, all those characters are great. But like what he was doing on that show and Julia Louis-Drive. I mean, they again, they were yeah. all freakishly. They were all great. But he was but like, he was that's unbelievable. There's never yeah. been the same way. There's never been an, and will be another Fraser Smith, uh, another Kramer. Like. Show me no TV character that's that believable and grounded, but that big. You know, yeah. he's unbelievably talented at that. Mm-hmm. But you know, stand up's a different muscle. It and, is, and, and it takes time to you know to uh, create uh, to create a character there. It's a different character than the one you. It's kind of like with me in the radio. Mm-hmm. It's a different character for me than it, uh, you know in stand up than it was on the radio, and yeah. I had to figure that out. And now, you and you at the uh, lesbian Eskimo bar, like you're a different guy there. You yeah, know? yeah. I, you're Pamela. I am. You've got a, a mullet wig. You've got high jean shorts and cut off a, at the butt. And that's a good looking wig. <laughs> you know, I'm very proud of that. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, it's just a different muscle. So you, you know, he he hadn't really developed the stand up thing yet. I don't right. think. And, so uh, so you hear the screaming, and what do you make of it? You're just like, oh, he's got a heckler. Like, well, I don't yeah, need to get up and handle this. It's just this. like whatever, you know. And then it gets really bad. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're kind of stunned, and then we go running downstairs. It was like kids on Christmas morning. We go running down those back stairs because we didn't know what was going to happen. It is kids on Christmas morning because yeah. my dad would say the n word downstairs constantly. <laughs> well, I mean, it was no, he like, wouldn't. I want to put that yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, hey. No, he wouldn't. But we were just like, "What's going on?" You know, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what's that? What? And the first person I ran into was Sinbad. And he had just walked in this. He goes, oh, my God. Oh, I love him. He goes, Fraze, I haven't been here in 10 years. He goes, is this what goes on in comedy these days? This is his first time back. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine? Bro, I go, I don't know what that was. And and we're all in the back. And somebody goes, you got to go up there. And I'm like, what? And and, and they go, yeah, you're the host. You got to go up there. I'm like, uh, okay. Because everybody's filing out. Yeah. The guy that he got in the argument with had stood up and said, I want everyone out of this club now. Now, every like he's directing traffic. The, wow. Wait, the guy he was arguing with. Yeah. So not he, so not even not, this uh, is from the balcony. He yeah. Says, not even a manager. Just yeah, a guy. Just this guy. Yeah. And people are 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 and everyone's grumbling. And I thought for uh you know chairs were going to start flying. That's what I thought. I thought it's going to get really ugly. So anyway, I'm I'm so I'm headed to the stage and I see Jeez. Jim Gaffigan and Gaffigan was the next comic on the list. <laughs> wait, I, wait, wait. But so this is after the end bomb has been exchanged. Yeah. 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 Now, yeah. what was first of all, just real quick, when that was said, was it was there a gasp? Was it a yeah? Oh there was my a God. gasp, and everyone was like stunned, and it was like and 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 um, and so everyone starts filing out. Yeah, we want our money back. That was the worst part for Jamie. Everyone wanted their money back. <laughs> but, uh, 
Buddy, buddy, let's talk about it. I mean, you saw half show, so maybe half ticket. Yeah, Elaine will be here next week. She loves black people. Poor guy, poor guy. He's just trying to make it. Yeah. So we, you know, so there's finally. So I go. I say to Gaff, and I go, "Well, I'm bringing you up," and he goes, "Oh no, you're not." The, the, Smart probably, move. the whitest comic ever. Yeah. yeah. Gonna, hot pockets cannot yeah. follow. No. Hot pockets no. can wait. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're, I'm like, okay. So I go up there, and I guess the first thing I said was, uh, uh, sorry about that, folks. <laughs> which, which, which is like, I mean, I mean, it's so. Such a, a simple yet accurate way to describe. What just like well because you can't enough. go up there and say so. Have you seen this in the news, guys? Yeah, like yeah. you can't no, go back, you can't to, go back to address it, but you don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to uh, blow it up. You can't blow it up either. So it was a weird one. And then I did say, uh, I go. I think we just saw uh, Kramer morph into Mel Gibson because it was right after you know the what Mel yeah. Gibson thing. Wow. Having a line. Wow. I had a line. Having a yeah. line. Yeah, I had a line and it got a laugh. And then, but then I had to do ten minutes and that was brutal. Oh, uh, you know, and I'll tell you who saved the day. Who mm-hmm. didn't? Uh, I don't think get any credit for this, but Mike Marino, because I brought Mike up next. He was the guy after uh, Jim. Jim. Oh, so, so Jim so was like, no, Jim's not going up. Oh wow. So I brought up Marino, and Marino gets up there and he goes, "Hey, what's the big deal?" He goes, uh, "I'm from Jersey. This happens every day." <laughs> he goes, "This is nothing." And the way he ca- he said it, it just calmed everybody down. Yeah. But there weren't many people left. I was going to say sure. about at that a, point. And also, the chaos is just filing into the lobby and outside. And they're outside. It's almost like that transition to the, the midnight show, right? Outside, you kind of. Yeah. Only yeah. everyone's pissed. Oh, well, <laughs> that can happen then too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But everyone's out out front, just screaming, and and it was crazy, chaotic. Wow. Uh, he and, somehow escaped up to Jamie's offices upstairs in the. Third I was going to say, you can't just walk outside at that no. point. Yeah. Those guys were probably looking for him, right? They were. I'm sure yeah. they were. And I think he wanted to go down and apologize out front, and everybody oh. goes, no, dude. dude. Yeah, don't. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, you can't. No. Man, and, and this is the time, and people don't remember, like, it, it, like this is before cell phone cameras. This is before everyone has. Well, everybody kind of thought it was just going to be a bad night. Because yeah. People were just starting to use cell phone cameras, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't even, I, you know, I'm at the comedy store the next night, and uh, we were talking about it. We said, did you, you know, did you hear he had a meltdown, kind of, and, you know. But people were kind of putting the pieces together. Yeah, and everybody was like, oh, yeah, well, that'll probably blow over, but mm-hmm. it's too bad he did that. And then somebody goes, I bet somebody had a camera running, a phone. And back then, it was just, you know, there were still flip phones. Flip phones, yeah. yeah. So real grainy video. Yeah. yeah, and people were just starting to take video. Right. And so, sure enough, somebody did have one running, and that's what and happened. And got all the, yeah. the juicy parts of yeah. that exchange. And the only I mean, thing they got of me was me at the very end going, sorry about that, folks. <laughs> so everybody, hey, everyone. Did you get was, a lot of texts and emails from yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, everyone. And uh, That's a credit, right? It is, yeah. Is that on IMDb? Well, certainly the... The guy from the Michael Richards video, not Michael Richards. Yeah. Not, the, not the kind of social media ex- uh, exposure, uh, exposure yeah. I was looking for. But, but I did have one. This was a bad incident. Um, somebody, uh, I, I had pitched a show to a big uh, production company. Mm-hmm. They had a show on the air, network show. And I thought I had pitched a, a, done a really good pitch. And they weren't getting back to me. They weren't returning my calls. They weren't returning my calls. So uh, right the next day after this happened, I get this call, and it's their assistant. And she goes, they, are, they really want to talk to you. They really need to talk to you. And I thought, oh, man, they like my idea. Oh, man. You know, great. 
So they get on the phone, and everyone had been calling me, asking me, sure. what happened? What happened? Sure. You know, so I get on the phone. They go, hey, what happened with Kramer? And I go, you know what? Fuck you. By the way, for those that like, never did you, sell that show. You, you, <laughs> yeah, you don't swear, really. Yeah. No, so but, but so to just, have that go on, that, oh, that, that, God, that makes off. me laugh. Because, you know, uh, you know they, they, they wouldn't return my call yeah. for what I was hoping for, and right. yet they had no problem calling me to ask me something. Different dumb priorities. Oh, yeah, yeah. How 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 fast did you have a sweating like Michael Richards at a? I did have one, <laughs> yeah, pretty quick. Uh, I mean, now you, you could sweating be like Michael Richards anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you could be still, your own still. Yeah, you yeah. you could be your own sweating like joke where you're like sweating like Fraser Smith having to, having follow, to follow Michael, Michael Richards. Richards. Yeah. Best of moment number twenty six from Cash Cab Comedy Central, the Tonight Show. Uh, his stories are uh, are just some of the best. That you'll ever hear from a comedian. And he's he's just a great dude. It's Ben Bailey. Oh, I just left. You just went. I broke up with a girl. Yeah. For like the fifth time in a week. <laughs> Same girl, you know. It was back and forth, back and of forth. Of course. Sure. And I said, fuck this. I'm getting out of here. And I, I literally threw some shit in a backpack and mm-hmm. drove to Newark Airport. No way. At like four in the morning. Wrote, yeah. a, wrote a bad check to Continental <laughs> Airlines. When I used you- to joke that my check put them under because they went bankrupt. <laughs> like two weeks later, the whole airline went bankrupt. No I was like, that was shit. my $440 that took them out. That's good. That's going to be an interesting cash cab question one time. Like, who, who was the man who bankrupted Continental, <laughs> Continental Airlines? <laughs> Surprise, yeah, me. The driver. That yeah. was back in the days when you could just write a bad check. Yeah. And they were just kind of fucked. Yeah. That's know? great. That's See, that's oh, insane that you could, like, like I don't. It got I'm me the ticket. Got me on the plane. You can just walk up to a plane and be like, "Here, here's a piece of paper that says maybe I'll pay you back." Yeah, and then they're like, "All right." And they're like, "Okay, hop on the plane." I got on the plane. It was five in the morning. I started to sober up while I was on the plane. <laughs> I started to panic. Yeah, like what am I doing? I'm on a I'm on a plane to Los Angeles. I don't even know where I'm going to go when I get off the plane on the other end. Jeez. I started to panic. I started yeah. to close my eyes and try to. Imagine it was all a dream and that I might wake up. That's how panicked I was. Oh, wow. That I might be able to close my eyes and wake up in my bed. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting there praying for a chance to get off the plane. Uh-huh. Please, God, give me one. Just give me a chance to get off this plane and I'll figure out my life. You know? Yeah. While I'm in the middle of that, this uh, Japanese guy, like two or three rows ahead of me, mm-hmm. jumps up out of his seat. We're taxiing. We're getting ready to take off. Yeah. Jumps up. Pops his seatbelt off, jumps up out of his seat, and runs towards the front of the front of the plane, screaming. What? In Japanese. Plane stops. Yeah. They find someone to interpret what the guy's saying. Uh, while they're figuring out what's going on with this guy, all this plane has now stopped. A passenger jumped up and sure. ran along. You know, so we're stopped, and all the emergency gear is sent out, all the trucks and everything. Yeah. And. Uh, Here's my chance, man. This, this. I'm praying for a chance to get off the plane, and you're and you're just sitting there going, "God, where is my sign?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally like the joke. I sent you a fucking boat, yeah. <laughs> and a, <laughs> but so, no, I'm just watching it all, going, yeah. "This actually, I might actually get what I was just asking for here." Yeah. And so the guy comes over. He says, uh, "Nothing to worry about." The, but the the gentleman who jumped up and ran toward the front of the plane mm-hmm. has uh, left his wallet in the men's room in the terminal. That has a lot of cash in it, so yeah. he's obviously he's panicking, freaking out. Sure. So we're going to let him off the plane, mm-hmm. and he said, "I swear to God, the pilot actually says if there's anyone else who uh, wants to get off this plane, now's your chance." <laughs> 
oh my god and, uh, and, and I, wink wink ben yeah, bailey yeah. yeah and i stayed on the plane by the way the guy that wrote us a bad well, check in 17 b <laughs> yeah especially maybe you, you. you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> Best of moment number 27 from Superior Donuts, Comedy Central, The Hilarious Rail Battle. I hosted like a show and I told jokes on the show. So I guess you can count I guess you can count that. But I didn't start till I moved here and uh <clears throat> I, I just got fired from Cheesecake Factory when I got here. I worked here, I worked Cheesecake for like six weeks. I got fired on my Just way. right when you memorized the menu. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because that menu. I mean, I knew like, dude, I knew like gumbo. I knew like what's in the sauce in the gumbo. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? That's a scroll, <laughs> that menu. I knew the calories in that bit. Like, that's I was a there. fucking novel. It you, is. Got, you got people there like, hey, uh, I'm only at appetizers. Come back in like yeah. two hours. I'll, yeah. then, 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 I'll, then I'll get the entrees. It's ridiculous. It's that's, ridiculous. And I learned it. And I was on my way home, and uh, I got fired. Son and I was driving my roommate's truck. Wait, they I, fired you through text or a phone call? They, I, was, I went and I just I was bad, man. I just know I didn't know I didn't know how to serve tables. I just got a job because I got lucky. Were you just you were charismatic? I just I was charismatic. Yeah. I, the, the tables all said he's a really nice guy. He just it took us two hours to get our water or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fireable for sure. I just yeah. wasn't good at it. He it's, brought us a knife to eat soup with. Yeah, They're like all right, we I'd like him. The but... orders, I'd be like, what do you want? And then you want no no tomatoes and what? You know, I just wasn't good at yeah. serving. And on my way home, I'm driving my roommate's truck. I'm pissed off. I'm like this shit ain't gonna work. And then um, I see the haha, and I just pull over, go in. Uh, this this young lady's on stage. I don't know who she was. She was on stage hosting, and she was shit. And she gets off stage. I see somebody give her twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, I'm funny than that, you know. <laughs> and that was it, bro. Really? I back the next day and paid you know. paid Jack twenty bucks to go on stage. <laughs> whatever <laughs> the hell it was. Inflation. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This probably like twenty five. Yeah. yeah. For those yeah, for those you don't know the haha yeah. system. Yeah. yeah. That but, is um, that's crazy. <laughs> Wait. So what? Uh, that is fuck. That sounds like out of a movie. That literally, yeah. like you're, you're. I mean, that happens. Down on your luck. And you see the haha, yeah. and you just had a an yeah. aha haha moment. Because I never, I never. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right, I gotta go. Have a good night. Uh, yeah. I never been. I don't think I've ever been depressed before. So mm-hmm. that was my first time not succeeding at. Because I didn't know. You think we gonna? You know, we moving to Hollywood. I'm about to be on in a month. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah so I, I got that. a job in like a month. Cool. I get fired six weeks later, and I wasn't even doing anything but working this job and just trying to meet a girl in LA yeah. trying to you know and uh, on my way there I go to Ha Ha I see comedy I go everybody here sucks I, I think I'm kind of funny you know what I mean it takes you need that suck. You yeah need people, dude no kidding you need every piece of, of validation and exactly. confirmation and just uh, encouragement yeah. and even yeah. if that does mean seeing somebody bomb and just giving you because I, I remember one of the people that I would go see early on was just going by myself to like the Laugh Factory the comedy store and seeing people crush and I was so intimidated because I was like I'll never be able to do that yeah. I was like is that what I'm supposed to do not knowing that you're going to develop your own point of yeah. view I remember seeing Dane crush at the factory and I was like I don't know if I have that type of energy in me not knowing that I'm going to be my own yeah. person but but if I had like walked in and seen not that I probably would have been a little I probably would have started sooner because I, I would probably, have been like I probably wouldn't work if I'd have saw Dane first like his prime yeah that's no what way because I, yeah. I wouldn't have knew mm-hmm. that's what you you don't know that you got to grow and you don't know that bombing yeah. is part of the process yeah. yeah you also don't know that you don't have to Dane crush crush no. to be a good comic yes. no 
because I mean, <laughs> you know yeah, if you only see Jordan and you think like that's the only thing that basketball is, yeah, you would like, never well, have Sasha Vujicic. Yeah, 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 I can never do that. But yeah, you 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 see a Mark Madsen or a Sasha Vujicic or an yeah. Adam can, Morrison. Or I'm just in a year. I'm just naming white guys. Yeah, uh, you're like yeah, okay, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. So yeah, that did help me out. And uh, you know, Foo. Yeah, Foo was there the very first night. Wow, I remember that he was there the very first night, and then uh, then I just. Big start getting in the system. You know how it goes. What mm-hmm. did you talk about when you first got on stage? I mean, <sighs> you know what's funny, man? Because you've been writing, it's, obviously, so you must have had some sort of nuggets or something laying around. It, it's hacky now, obviously, but and I'm not trying to take credit from anybody else. I was talking about Bill Bill Cosby uh, raping women that early. Whoa, really? Because it was already it's been out for years. Yes, it has. But yeah. it's been, it's, before Hannibal, it had been out for five years before. Well, how to get buried? Because he's Bill Cosby. He's Bill Cosby. He's, he's, and you people would go to news sources and they'd be like, no, we're not taking on Bill Cosby. Yeah. So, also, it probably just seems so outlandish. Also, it was in this area where I think people weren't as quick to like accept something that got published, yeah, yeah. right? Because now people don't fact check. If it's like a yeah, link yeah. is posted to it and the headline says what it is, people go, well, then that's what happened. And, and back then, yeah. if, you, if you were seen as a good person and something bad came out, people just wouldn't believe it. If you're seen as a bad person, they could, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It was Bill Cosby, no way. Yeah, and I was talking about that early, and I had wow. this. Who's my dumb joke? Uh, it was something. I was doing the impression. I was. Oh, come on, Adam. I'm making. <laughs> no, hey, dude. It, I, but I, but this is one of my first impressions. Five, six years, you know, b- before it happens. Yeah, yeah. So we. Have, it, it, it's like, it, it's like watching Richard Pryor now. When you have to when. Parts of Richard Pryor's act, when you watch it now, you're like, oh, man, that's so hack. We're like, mm. no, nobody time, was doing that. At the time, every Like, so many black comics since yeah. then, and white comics, too, yeah. j- have, have been doing Richard Pryor that sort Except of thing. Except the, the yes. trend of yes, it. Yes, exactly. Wait, I want to hear your Cosby impression, because uh-huh. I want to compare, because uh-huh. I that was one of the first impressions that I did. So when I, when I was Cosby so, is the is the training wheels of impressions. You yeah, learn yeah. Cosby to learn other ones. Yeah. Sure. Cause I was an impressionist my my first year, and I'm like I'm out of that shit. Yeah, that for the first year. Who would you do? See, so you do oh, Martin man, characters, I did, and then I did Martin. I did Cosby. I did uh, I did Mark Simpson. I did uh, Mark Simpson. Oh, <laughs> homie, I did that. Damn. <laughs> I did oh March. shit. Wait, wait, here. Let's do Cosby on a date with Mark Simpson. <laughs> okay, right. so I'll be I'll be Cosby. Ready? Right. Right. Brad, you're the bartender. All right. Uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, uh what's your name, ma'am? <laughs> March. Uh, well, Marge, uh, I have this uh, gentleman over here that would that would like to buy you a drink. Go! <laughs> I would like to buy you a drink. I saw you sitting there by yourself. Well, looking for a friend to mm. make. Okay, well, um, I like your blue hair. Mm. Makes me think of something else blue. This little pill that I got in my pocket. Oh, 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 give me a vodka soda. I can't do I can't even do that. <laughs> a vodka soda. <laughs> but see, Two that's the thing is, is, vodka sodas. is Marge, all you got to do for Marge is the, mm, like, yeah. like, that, like, it's like a Yoda voice. And then, hence why I'm no longer an impression. <laughs> Best of moment number 28 from the Netflix show Glow. It's Jackie Tone. Mm-hmm. All right. We can do this. Do you want it? Is that the right key for you? Yeah. Uh, let me check. Uh, yes. 
Also, just for the future, for any like of uh, the aspiring singers out there, the way to check if it's the right key for you is to go Yeah, that is the way. Yeah, yeah. This is a comedy podcast, but also you know, you walk away being like, well, now I know how to warm up. That's how Darius Rucker does it from Hootie. So yeah, you know, you mean from country stardom solo? No, we go from Hootie here. We are we. This is this is a my Darius comes in in the form of Hootie. My Darius comes in the form of a rocker. Five. Right. Oh. I think that's good. Oh. Years and my life is still trying to get up that great big hill of hope for a destination. <laughs> Ooh, I realized quickly when I knew I should that this world was made up of this brotherhood of man. Mm, for whatever that means. Here it goes. And so I cry sometimes when I'm lying in bed just to get it all out. What's in my head? And I, I'm feeling a little peculiar. Take a deep breath and I get real high. And I scream from the top of my lungs, What's going on? Oh, and I say, Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's going on? One more chorus? Yeah. Yes. Right? I tried. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, my look my falsetto is is uh, it has to have not had any sort of booze or pot on it for a good like two three weeks, and yeah. then I feel real confident in trying to go for any any sort of note, regardless of if I'm going to hit it. You know, because <laughs> you got to feel like your pipes are just ready I to go. Yeah, you do. No, that's. I could sing like. Wake up in the morning and I should have Which go, is the best part of that song, though. You got, yeah, you, you have like a rock voice, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, like I. It's smoky, until, it's rough. Thanks. Until recently, I didn't even, like, I just was like, I don't have a falsetto. And I was like, oh, I just, I do. I just never used it. Yeah, I feel like musicals uh, are definitely in your future. I well, be more, the more and more exposure. I oh, yeah. Musical, please. I want to be in a Broadway musical. I'd like to put out into the universe. And it's out there, baby. Well, you can Hi. sing. We all know that. And we also know you can rap because you did drop the mic on TBS. Yes. I'm lucky. <laughs> was that dope? Dude. How many uh, oh, cast members was pro. it? With? Oh, this is a no brainer. Got some actual talent versus some personal trainers. <laughs> not real wrestlers. You just play them on TV, which is sad because we could totally pin you four with ease. It was so cute. Whoa. It just was really. Stop. No, that yeah, was fun. Yeah, you still remember. Remember yours? Which we just did it. Oh, and it just it aired. It just happened. I, yeah, I, I did mine like eight months ago. It still hasn't aired. <laughs> well, they, they time, amazing. Wait, they're waiting. No, it's they, a long. Oh, they're waiting. Okay. No, they timed ours They'll with the release air, of Glow. Oh, okay. By the way, watch Glow season two, June 29th. Yes. Friday. Yeah, available on Netflix. Okay. And uh, yeah, so you got you had to rap too. I love. Oh, God, I love music so much. I love rapping and I love singing. And when I get to do them in front of people, I feel happy because I do them by myself so much. And it's nice to feel like seen when you do certain things sometimes. Do you get to display those talents in season two in some fashion? I do. Whoa. Uh, I don't think it's a spoiler. spoiler yeah, I sing. I sing a little bit. Um, there's like, uh, without saying too much, there's like 
something music. It's not a musical episode by any means. Right. But something musical happens in one of the episodes. You're, you're still wrestling, so it, it, it makes sing. sense that you would have to maybe do that for a character thing or right. discover something totally. or like, oh, you're the singing villain or, or whatever. Right, right, right. So yeah, that makes sense that, that that something like that would go down. And it's you know they're really the writers of our show, Liz Flayhive and Carly Mensch. They're like. They see what we can do. Like, there's a girl on our show, Sunitha Mani, and she's in, like, a ridiculous trio, lady comedy dance trio called the Cocoon Central Dance Team. What? And they're just I mean... the baddiest, hottest, weirdest. Three girls in New York, literally, they're in, like, a weird, like, they just do weird shit, and it's so funny and so weird, and they're in, like, these, it's insane. Anyway, they know Suni can dance. Yeah. So they wrote it into the show that that Arthi, her character dances. That's great. Why not utilize? Yeah. That you have like this use all the weapons. Mean at, right. You, and it also it makes the show look better because it makes her look better, and mm-hmm. that's how I feel. You know, I think they do that. Like they understand. I think they understand like my timing. Like when I steal Ruth's sh- Ruth's shoes, it's like. Well, you know, like, Steve Martin said you'll use everything mm. and that you've obtained through life. Yeah, yeah, it's God, true. It's so interesting. I mean, Especially like now with like writing a lot, I'm like writing a lot more too now. Yeah, and it's like every story I forgot is flowing back to me, and I'm like, that'd be great. For, you know, that'd be great for this. And it's just like you do really you realize how much more vast your toolbox is too. Mm-hmm. I think when you're in a creative field because you're just you have you have to. If you, you could start a band, if you, if, if you can start a band called Vast Toolbox, that'd be great. Okay, I can't wait to listen to this podcast because I have to actually write down all the things that <laughs> we so said that would be like dope. Yeah. That would don't be dope, dope titles. There've been a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, my brain goes to Papa. My, no, my brain comes with Papa. What no, my it? brain goes to Papa. Yeah. My brain goes to Papa. Because you said, "What's another Tom?" Yeah, uh, and then the "What's in your Jew?" Or no, what what's what Jew is in you? What Jew is in you? What's in your Jew? Gilbert. What's in your Jew? Best of moment number 29 from The Office and uh, a pilot that we don't know if it's getting picked up yet <laughs> that I shot with him, the hilarious Andy Buckley. We'll do Rebel Without a Cause. I'll get that red you're, jacket on. You're gonna, man. And uh, so then I give her mic. So you give me your card just in case something comes up. And then she calls me. That was uh, like October, September, October. She calls me in January, so four months later. Buckley, I think you should come audition for this part. She, I can't believe I found your card. It was like at the bottom of a file, but it's to be the CFO on the office. You watch the office. Yeah, it's great. I think they'll like that you're like a finance guy. Blah, blah, blah. You should come in. So I go. I get, I'm get. i just excited to do the two scenes, and I work with Nancy and get all, like I know what I'm doing, and I'm all uh, you know excited. Get to the audition. The good scenes? Yeah. Um, and and did, did, the, the, did your work in the financial world, like re- was it a – easier it just it just is like okay so he's the serious guy like he's not he's not joking around so just you just play it like like a like a guy would and um but it's so funny that whole like if there's actors listening you know you go and so i leave work you know i'm like just a guy at work and i'm all set and like i'm not thinking about anything then i get there and i'm in the waiting room and there's like 10 fucking guys and we all kind of look the same yeah it's like oh fuck why am I here? Like this is not Jason be me. Bateman, Forrest Whitaker. Bateman's there. Yeah. Whitaker's there. <laughs> Glenn Close and Close. Close is. To- I can't believe she didn't get it. <laughs> but then uh, Chip Eston comes in. And do you know Chip? Yes. Super great guy. Yeah. And I had worked with him uh, on a show that uh, he was a regular on. I did a guest thing on years before about like flight attendants. Um, that was that was a lot of fun. But uh, so I knew him. Like a oh, fucking wings. Was, no. Oh. <laughs> I, I'll remember it gotcha. before the two hours and stuff. <laughs> and uh, and going then five. and then um, then he uh, and then Rain Wilson comes out mm-hmm. and he knows Chip and I'm like, 
why am I fucking here? Like, there's right. no way I'm getting Dude. this part. And luckily, he says to Chip, he's like, hey, I told him about the other part, too, because that's going to be like six or seven episodes, you know. Um, so you should read for that part, too, uh, which is the part he ended up playing, like the guy who ran the other branch, yes. Josh mm-hmm. Porter. Yes. Um, but so, like, you get the whole negative head, things in your head. It's like, why am I here? You're like, no this is what I stepped away from it like, for. The, I'm just not, dealing with all the bullshit, right? And then I said, all right, I'm here. I, what am I doing? What am I doing in the scene? Okay. Here, and then you get back to your quote act, you know the acting that you're excited about anyway do it they hire me you know a year later so that was it they hired you in the room no but they call the next day mm-hmm. and then but then like i so i do it it was awesome nothing happens like a year later they call me and i end up doing a few more episodes then a few more episodes the next season then the writer strike happens but then after the writer strike holy shit like that's season five and six when they started using me like i did like the bulk of those 36.5 episodes um those two years yeah and then um and then you i like that you mentioned that you played it like as the straight guy as the straight business guy because when you're on a show like that where every character is so defined and and sort of outrageous and and large like you almost can't come in and just be another crazy character it's just not gonna work right they they the already defined characters need someone to bounce off of yeah like and i guess that was the whole thing he was the straight man Mm -hmm. and it's in the right you know like he's written as the straight man so it's not like you want to and you know you're supposed to be the guy who's technically running the company or whatever so 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 you walk in doing like an edwin impression (laughs) (laughs) what was that time like in between the uh so when you get the call are you just like so neutral about it because your approach to acting at this point is just like, yeah, it's something fun still. But no, but it was like, oh, fuck, this will be great. Fuck yeah. Because you walked out of the audition feeling good? Feeling good. Like, shit, it went great. I did what I wanted to do. I also had to like get back to my office because I had like a client coming in. Wow. Which is great because then you're not really uh, agonizing over it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you knew Steve Carell was already a part of it? Oh, yeah. This was So this was halfway through the second season. So like it was already kind of a hit. So that gets you fired up. And it was, yeah, it was cool. And then I was lucky because Greg Daniels directed that first episode yeah, and so like brilliant. he's the guy so it's, he gets a sense of like oh I guess this guy's alright your dynamic with Steve Carell is like fucking incredible and like I don't know if you screen tested with him or was it just day one you guys' first scene that you ever had what, could you both just recognize like oh man this is the way that you're playing off of him and what he's doing I, I think Steve sensed it first no <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know yeah but you do well, know right Steve, Steve Carell experienced something they call in the business the the, the, the Buckley yeah effect. the Buckley effect <laughs> it's the Buckley effect you know They're, you know the it's Betty Buckley effect the but it's, Buckley bump we all <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. we're gonna get it now we're that you're on this it. podcast you know, this is it you guys are gonna you know <laughs> It's not going to be... Also, girls uh, in high school might have also gotten the Buckley bump, you but, know, that's, um, yeah, but that's... Not college, because golf. <laughs> but not high school. Wait, <laughs> wait but... It's years down the line. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, did... No, it was... I mean, I don't know. It was just... Uh, like, did you guys break I mean, in a scene? It's like... He's like, he's like one, of the, one of the all-time greats. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. how, how, how did you and Michael Jordan have... How was the chemistry? <laughs> Well, right. I would pass to him, and then he would score. Yeah, um, yeah, but I not would, true, man. Like, and he would pass to you. Like, you know, you're being very humble about it. Well, I mean, but it's I my favorite show, and so I've seen every episode ninety thousand times. And there is, you have to have he he his shit doesn't work if you're not, um, the, you know, the, the straight the serious. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I don't like know. The I, just, I guess I just sort of fell into the 
fell into however I started playing it and then you just play mm. it. And I mean, it's funny, you give a guy glass, like when I wear the glasses, it's yeah. different. Like if I, that made it a totally different yes. feel. It's mm. weird how prop, not props, but uh, part of your costume, I guess, props like that yeah. could uh, can affect you. Um, but but even just yeah. like that scene, like one of my favorite scenes in the entire run of the show is when the um, Golden Ticket uh, episode, yeah. and like it's so, like just your argument with him on the phone um, prior to him uh uh you know have, lying and getting dwight to to lie and say it was his idea and then you coming in and steve Crow's face and like you guys playing off each other and then congratulating him like that is all just so the timing of that is so um epic and i don't know how many times you rehearse that or do you jump right in like what was the process for certain moments like that um i guess yeah you know like you table rehear- read and then you rehearse the scene yeah i'm trying to think if i was going i i eventually started started going to the table reads um, but I didn't like initially. Maybe by then. Maybe by then I I did. Yeah. Um, but what, like, what? But I don't even know. But no, you you kind of rehearse. You rehearse the scene. It's so it's funny. I, uh, my memory is so bad. Um, no, I got it, Alan. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yeah, you rehearse it, and they yeah. get the cameras there and everything. But then it's then it's more just you know as as you're doing it, I guess. You, you know. Play, and yeah. I mean, these guys are all like spectacular yeah, at it. Yeah. So it's the, it certainly makes. Do you feel like, intimidated jumping in, or are you easy. like, no, I know what I'm doing? I kind of I I never really felt intimidated. Isn't that so crazy? I yeah. never I never felt intimidated. Um, mm-hmm. The only, like I've only felt intimidated a couple times acting. Um, this pilot I just did. Uh, this girls' code thing with a guy who played the <laughs> MC. Keep going, keep going. This guy yeah. brought it. He did this leg kick, jump kick. <laughs> Fucking it. no, you were Dude, funny. You thank were, you. Adam and I worked on a pilot that we hope gets picked. Yeah, up man. Girls' code that he was spectacular in. But no, the only time like I I was never at, like uh, I got to do the other guys like with Wahlberg yeah, Wahlberg, so I wasn't intimidated there. Yeah, wow. I was intimidated. Just because I was nervous, uh, I guess uh, not intimidated, but more nervous. Uh, I when I, I did a Curb Your Enthusiasm this past yes thing, it's like holy shit, that's it's fucking Larry and Jeff. Holy shit, you know, like yeah. I better be, I better be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the house, that was um, with, that was with Will Ferrell with again. Will again, yeah. and, yeah, and yeah, all, right. but all these other funny people. Yeah. And it was like Manzuka, like Amy Polo, like every, let alone like all the other people, yeah. like Nick Kroll and yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. And it's like. Well, right. the, and that's one more moment where you kind of have to take a breath and go, "Oh wait, no, I'm here because they they know I can do this." And, and it's funny, I can do this. You, there's a point you, you do it, and then you be like, "Okay," and then you just do it, and then you get a laugh, and it's like, "Okay, yeah, I did it." Yeah. Um, but those were kind of the only two, only two times, I guess. And then I guess I was stood in the shower once with Michael Fassbender, and I got well. I mean, yeah. what? Bada bing! No. no, no. <laughs> if you see, if you ever seen the movie Shane, you know exactly why someone would be intimidated uh, to be bing. in a shower with Michael Fassbender. Yeah, nobody's that, made that joke in a couple of years. That so thing I can is circle back around. Yeah, that yeah. thing is the size of me. Uh, I got. I have been mistaken for Michael Fassbender's dick. I've never actually even seen the movie. I just you heard, will play him in the documentary. Heard the report. No, I'll I'll you play will. his dick. I, I mean, uh, soft. Erect, that's, I'm not, I'm no, not, I'm not big You're enough. not working out. No, no, no. Best of moment number 30 from Workaholics, from the intern, from Game Over Man, Anders Holm. Um, like swimming, you don't become a pro unless you're like the top sure. 40 dudes in the world, right? right? Yeah. Uh, NBA, NFL, like those sports are a little different, but like, because there's a future. 
Um, <laughs> but I strictly went to college to swim. And then I was like, I'll hit class too, I guess. With no with no game plan afterward? Or was there just a plan of like maybe swim coach? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You're like, I'm going to just wear a whistle and uh, get fat after this. Yeah. Wow. Which seems like a, which is probably also a great life. Dude, I had a bunch of, dude, there's some like swim coaches that have figured it out. Really? Yeah. They're just like, I work in the mornings. I got my day to myself. Come back in the afternoon. Like, how you're hard is that pool. job? You're in the pool. You could just jump in if you want. It's a recreational, <laughs> I mean, like for, when you're growing up, the pool is such a, there's yeah. so much positive connotations around yeah. swimming. Yeah. So like, I feel like you can't like. I don't know. No. Like your coach, like, and how aggressive do you get as a swim coach? I get, I get aggressive. Oh, really? I coached. So when I first moved to LA, so then in college, I was like watching a bunch of movies. I was like, oh, I'm going to write a movie. And I started writing bad movies. And then I was like, I'm going to move to LA. That's really what did it. Just watching movies and going like, this seems super fun or, uh, or these movies aren't, these aren't that great. I could do that. No, I watched Rushmore and was, and it's so like, there's such a tone to it that you're like, yeah. oh, a, a person made this. You know, it's not yeah. like watching coming to America where you're like, Man, they improvise that cool story. Well, not even improvise. Like as as far as just like it's it's a it's a movie. Yes, mm-hmm. and like there's no like um, auteur yes ness to it. Yes, uh, although watching it back, that's you can argue that. But like you can really sniff Wes Anderson and Owen Wilson in that movie. It's yep. just it's in your face. Yeah, but you're like, oh, they really these are just some dudes who made this together. And then I was like, well, what would my tone be? What would my voice be? And then I started writing bad movies. Moved to L.A. So then in LA with like a shit job, I was coaching at the Brentwood school. Um, and, uh, a bunch of rich kids. Yeah. A bunch of rich kids. Teach them how to swim. Yeah. And, uh, I was pretty serious about it, but I was like, on day one, I'm like, look, I know you guys have a bunch of sports. Everyone's just like going to go like see the coach and meet the people. And you're looking for stuff to do. I was like, but look, man, winning's more fun than losing. And, uh, if you put in effort here, I guarantee you, you'll be 10 times better than you were the day you showed up. And like, that's the commitment I'll give to you. If you give me a commitment that you'll be here and you'll give a shit. Well, I'm fired up. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, what? I'm like, go. Well, so you said it like that. I'm like, it's go like kick it and like, smoke weed. If you want to go yeah. have fun, like this is fun. But like at the same time, we're building something. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you're clay and I'm here to help shape you guys. But like, you got to chip in too. Like, let's go. And that's, a, I mean, that's why sports are such a great metaphor for life and yeah. why everybody should play. Even if you're terrible, try that sport so yeah. at least you can be around that energy and that sort of like wisdom of like, mm-hmm. oh, these situations translate to life. Right. You know? Right. Uh, and it's super rewarding as a job because there were some dudes who were already good that got better. There were some guys who had never swam that, you know, when you really like, you go, okay, I'm going to find out what they're really good at and kind of focus on that, build off that. And they got great. And they would leapfrog other dudes that had already swam. Whoa. Yeah. That's, it was, how it cool was, was that cool. as a coach, right? It was great. And Man. here's what's fucked up. Not fucked up. Like you were like the coach Carter to the... Uh... <laughs> I was like uh, White Shadow. <laughs> was that your nickname? Yeah. That sounds like a 1980s kids cartoon. It, it was does. a 70s basketball program. Was it? White Shadow, yeah. Come on, man. Do your research. Get your IMDb on. <laughs> I know Hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know, I know. Um, California Dreaming. No, there was another basketball <laughs> That's show. That's it. Hang Time. Hang Time. Yeah. Hang Time. Coming to California Dreaming was basketball, though, right? No. No, that, that was, was a band. band. That was yeah, like, that was they the Bell. Yeah. Um, they, it, it, but their screech was like buff. Yeah. Right. It, it, yeah, his name was like Sly. <laughs> It should have just all been. Cut. It should all just been called "Saved by the Bell." Let's try to do this shit again. I because that was it. You're right, and I just want to say that <laughs> next time I come back, we might exclusively be talking about Sly's body. <laughs> it's fine. 
Um, we can do a one-off. There's like an episode where they that. like had him like he took off his shirt at the lunch oh, table. Yeah, and then I he's it. taking it off every episode. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. all the girls woo, and like you have to imagine what that reaction was like live for these girls, where they're like, "I thought this was the nerd. Yeah, now he's buff. Right, cool yeah. guys everywhere. Right, like, perfect, what's... perfect belly button. Yeah, yeah." <laughs> Every guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't no, just uh, go experiment with other nerds. See, Wait, see, see if they're well, buff too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> big Johnson T-shirts. Wait, would, where would you pull your motivational um, anecdotes or speeches from for coaching? Or were you just like, it's all going to come from the heart? Thurs knows what he's doing. I've been in enough situations that I can like. Or would you go, man? We got a big meet coming up, and the pressure's on for me to like. Yeah, I'm going to go watch Hoosiers. Yeah, and you then know what like, I'm or any given Sunday. Look, I mean, I wouldn't give like big long speeches. I would just, I would just keep it real. I guess I'm like, or put I up would, a quote in the locker room, or like uh, every no, day. I didn't do that. And they, they actually, for a nice school, they had like a shitty pool set up. But then apparently, they like built one like two years later. That's off the chain. Because uh, Mark, Mark Spitz, his yeah. kids go there. Need that spit? Well, one yeah. When you got the five-time gold gold medalist kids, yeah, yeah. I don't seven, know why I know that weird se- fact. Seven-time, seven-time, whatever. <laughs> yeah. seven, it, seven, it, seven gold, seven world records. It was an odd number. <laughs> yeah, you right, you right. Okay. Um, but so then, not I was not a, bad for a guy with a head the size of a not, fucking dumbbell that can barely not swim bad anyway. For anybody, <laughs> no one should know anything about swimming. If you do, you're living your life wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so last weekend I was up in Mammoth and I'm like, I take my uh, wife out to a like a nice little cat, like log cabin dinner at some like, yeah. restaurant or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're waiting for our table, which is bullshit. <laughs> 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 I've been on Comedy Central. Yeah, guys, basic cable. Oh my um, God. So then I'm at the bar and like, I feel like a tap on my shoulder. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> and uh, this guy's like, Anders. I'm like, yep. I'm an asshole. Uh, <laughs> And he goes, hey, man, it's uh, so-and-so. You coached me in high school. Holy shit. And I was wow. like, oh, yeah, what's up, man? Hey, like, what and are you now, doing here? And now you're drinking with your former student. Well, almost. Okay. He, he was leaving the restaurant oh. with what I was like, oh, that must be like your sister and your parents are here. And like, mm-hmm. I'll see them and say hi and whatever. And then I realized I'm so old that my former, like, pupil mm-hmm. is now a grown man on yeah. a mammoth weekend date do you know what i mean like yeah that's he's dropping ducats yeah man ducats to take <laughs> to take a woman on a weekend i'm I like I oh rent, i think i rented man ducats one time yeah, you did <laughs> <laughs> you did you're a 29 year old yeah. dude. dude right and i'm like a doing dude life ass. yeah wow yeah, and you're looking at it being like, "Well, you, you kids have be safe." Okay, all right. It's it's snowing. <laughs> Remember what I said in high school. That still yeah. applies. Yeah. Best of moment number thirty-one from America's Got Talent, sweeping the nation and quickly becoming a rising star in the comedy world. It's Preacher Lawson. Seventh grade, I went to three different schools. Uh, sixth grade, three different schools. Fifth grade, three Mil- different schools. Military Fourth family? No, nah, well, kind of like the military. You know? Okay. Get on the ground now, go. <laughs> you know, it's kinda, that kind. Okay. That's kind of similar. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it's <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but listen, that happened once. You know what I mean? Like oh. I remember my mom being like, oh, "Get on the ground!" Fuck. Like get on the ground. Oh, I was like seven. Oh uh, shit! Yeah. So I mean, it was just I don't know why we moved around a lot. Your folks give you that type. I mean, like just your attitude, your mindset. So like people can really, you know, you obviously had to be around people or have people in your life that kind of you know gave you little pep talks or did you observe from people around you like to develop into who you are. Yeah, I mean, my mom is just really, she's like me. 
She's like me. She's a little more. Fucking, I'll figure it out. I'm yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the reason. Okay, so the reason. I don't know why we moved. So I don't know. I, I think my mom just didn't ever settle. But I mean, um, I just I took a lot from my mom. She's super creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's really. Uh, she's. Uh, yeah, she just. Yeah, she just her. You know and, what I mean? And you and she came out for. So then she was on America's yeah, Got Talent too. She she came out from yeah. Uh, yeah that was pretty dope. That was the first time I've seen her in years. No Whoa. shit. Yeah yeah yeah. So when they when they, when I seen her, they AGT yeah. made sure I did oh, not man. see her till then. And oh so, no shit. I remember I was talking to Mike Young, one of the contestants, and I was yep. talking to him. I'm like, yeah man, you know, uh, da da da, and he was looking weird, and he started backing away. I was like, what? What's going on? And then my mom started running up, and I was like, ah, and I was trying not to cry. Oh, and then geez. I was like, I should have cried. I would have got the golden buzzer. <laughs> 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 so, that, that that's that. I mean, God, that's that, that's such a crazy moment. And then like, because you're having this real human moment, yeah. And you're also probably somewhere in the back of your head going like, wait a minute, they're recording this. I'm on TV. Be ca- like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful yeah. what you say. Like, yeah. Careful what you do. Like, yeah. That that that's got that's got to be just insane. I don't know. I, I, it was great. I mean, especially because my mom, she's been my biggest supporter. She was there the first time I went on stage. She recorded mm-hmm. it. I was so scared to go on stage the first time that they called the next person. Because I took so long to go on stage. Really? And then my mom was in the back. She's like, no, he right here. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> this is going to be going great now. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, wow. just yeah then like the first time going on stage, your mom's sticking up for you. <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, that's good. That's good. And mom. I went up and bombed miserably. It yeah. was so bad. Oh. It was so bad. Is there a, did, what, did you what have made any... you want to go back on after you bombed the first time? I yeah. thought I killed <laughs> Oh, of course. That blissful ignorance. I was like, I trust. Go. I got in the car. I told mom. I was like, yeah, I did good, didn't I? She's like, you was, you did okay. I was like, you okay. don't even try to lie to me? Like, you just, <laughs> so she kept it real she with She kept you. it real. She's like, oh, it was it's... okay. Like, you got some laughs. <laughs> but from this part, like, she was just breaking it down right here. You didn't oh, that's get, great. You didn't get laugh right there. <laughs> Best of moment number 32. Boy, not uh, too many people I love more than these two. It's my nieces, Brooke and Brianna. So you guys are all of my Instagram, and people comment on videos all the time. They say they love you guys. You're so cute. You're hilarious. They want to meet you. What do you have to say to all your fans? Well, I love you, too. I'm really excited that lots of you guys like us. And just to break it to you, I like you guys. Even though I don't even know you, I like you guys. So get a like below, and you can actually sometime... Meet us. Whoa. People do want to meet you. Isn't that crazy? Uh-huh. What would you do if you met one of your fans? Um, I would get their autograph. You'd get their autograph? Yeah. That's so sweet. Um, Even though I'm eight years old and I'm like almost as tall. I'm almost as tall as a lamp. You're what? I'm almost as tall as a lamp on on top of like one of those big lamps on top of the shelf. I'm almost as big as that. That's right. Literally, I'm almost there. You really are. (laughs) Um, All right, I want to do a rapid fire question thing. We're almost done, Bree. Come back. Come on, get off Minecraft. What? It's not Minecraft. I just wanted to see what. All right, we're almost done. Here, take take the mic. So here. Hey, we're doing a rapid fire. We're doing rapid fire. Hey, rapid fire questions. Hold the mic in front of your mouth. So, favorite food. Um, okay, this is me, Brooke, the one who loves black and pink. Um, black, pink, and white. Um, my favorite dessert, my favorite dessert is actually, um, chocolate ice cream with chocolate fish, marshmallows, caramel, 
um, together. It's all together at the same <laughs> the same package. That's my dessert. And my favorite um, food um, for um, breakfast is pancakes. And Wait, panic cakes or pancakes? Pancakes. Okay, you said panic cakes, and I was like, do you have a panic attack in the morning, so you have cake? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have pancakes and eggs. My favorite lunch is actually blue sea sushi. Dang, you get to have that sometimes. So just for the listeners, that's not every day. That's once in a while when mommy treats you, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so sushi for lunch, and then dinner, what do you like? Um, for dinner, my favorite food is spaghetti. Dang, me too. Brianna, I don't, favorite dessert? I don't really have a favorite dessert. It's just I like to eat dessert. I mean, eat dessert because it's just like, it's very smooth and sometimes it's hard. Yeah. And cold, so. What about breakfast? What's your favorite food? If you could have anything. My favorite food is like pizza and spaghetti. Like sometimes if I have spaghetti and dad gives me pizza and there's leftover spaghetti, I could just put spaghetti in my pizza. Oh my goodness. That sounds like what Uncle Adam used to do. We're going to have to watch you. Um, Brianna, uh, okay. Favorite sport? Uh, definitely basketball. Brookie, favorite sport? Favorite sport? Ballet and swimming. Oh, that's right. You guys swim a lot. What is your favorite part about swimming? Um, Going to the deep end and breathe. And then you relax for a second under the water. But when you need to breathe, you can go up. Brianna, favorite part about swimming? Because you go to the deep end, you can relax and stuff. And sometimes you can pretend that you're dead or something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, have you guys ever peed in the pool? Yes or no? Yes. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, a million times. I will also answer yes to that question. <laughs> and also, sometimes different types of hot tubs. Different? You've peed in hot tubs? Yeah. yeah. Dang. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully this is just a we phase. We peed in grandma's hot tub. Whoa. All right. I'll keep that between us. Um, okay. Favorite song? Oh, my favorite song is Look What You Made Me Do from Taylor Swift. Brianna? My favorite song. Hold the mic up. My favorite song is from Katy Perry, I Kissed a Girl. My second favorite song is Katy Perry, Bon Appetit. Hell yeah. My My second one is Britney Spears, um, Down Under. Okay, favorite person, favorite celebrity you would like to meet? Who do you want to meet if you got a chance? um, Since it's hard for Katy Perry and Taylor Swift, then I'll maybe go with Britney Spears. Ooh. But don't you guys like Shawn Mendes? Yeah. Doesn't he sing that song? Well, Shawn Mendes is a little, little cute. He's a little cute. All right. Uh, who's your crush on right now? Go. Um, Enzo. Who's Enzo? Um, he's in my daycare and he goes to my school. Is he your crush? Yeah. He's in one, um, first grade. <laughs> Dang. And why do you like him, Riri? Because, um, he has cute hair. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? They used to be, um, girlfriend and boyfriend, but then they broke up. Ooh, juicy scoop. <laughs> <laughs> the hot take. 
<laughs> Enzo and Bri Bri broke up. Why? Now they're just friends now. Um, maybe because Brianna accidentally threw his bracelet all across the whole recess floor. You threw his bracelet across the entire recess? Because he lied to me. What'd he say? He said that he gave me infinity chances when he broke up with me, and then he was he pretending was a- to love me the whole time. He didn't really love you? Um... Well, he loved me before, and then when he when he told me that he gave me infinity chances. He said, actually, I'm kidding. I just gave you zero chances. Bye. But then he shut the door. Dang. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Why did he give you infinity chances? He did not even give me infinity chances. He was just trying to make me happy because whenever he, uh, he's kind of like when... Like, whenever someone likes him and he likes someone else, I start crying a little bit. Aww. Didn't you guys like the same boy at one time? I remember, like, two years ago, I had a conversation and, like, Brooke... Well, Brianna he was told mine. Me he was mine first and then Brooke stole him. Brooke, what do you have to say about that? Come here. Because Brianna told me that you guys went to... I didn't steal him! All of a sudden, I went in her room to give her teacher the copy, because we had the copier. And then all of a sudden, it was Liam's fault. Because all of a sudden, he saw me in my favorite dress. Dun, 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 He was looking at me. He had googly eyes. He had googly love, love eyes. He was like, oh my goodness, who is that? He doesn't sound like that. He's like, oh my goodness. Wait, did he think you were Brianna because you guys are twins? No. Um, she had a little bit shorter hair than me last time. Now, Brookie, you told me at one point, or Brianna told me, this is, you, it was very sweet. You said that, that, Lee, that Brookie looked at Liam lovingly, like, and she went like, nee, 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 like batted her eyes, right? <laughs> and then you said that, I said, how do you know they're in love? And you said, well, they went down a slide that could only hold one person. And you said they both went down together, right? <laughs> And you said, I go, what do you mean? And you go, they just made it work. <laughs> and it was so sad and adorable. But then, you were, but then I said, there was plenty of fish in the sea. And you're like, yeah. You're like, I don't care. I'm over it. Well, I'm not really over it, but I'm kind of over it. Okay, I am I, not over it because of Enzo now. I was... You are, oh, you're over it because of Enzo. Yeah, you have a new crush. And that's what love is, you know? Sometimes it, it doesn't work out. And you, you guess what? Millions of people in the world. Now, do you guys like... What's your favorite subject? Oh, can I marry you? Me? Your <laughs> uncle. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I want to tell everybody. Wait. Yeah. Hold it. So, I was about to kiss... I was about to kiss Liam on the lips. Um, before the... But then the bell rang. And then I was waiting the next day for him to meet me at the place where I told him to go. Where was that? But he actually moved away. Wait, so you said meet me at the like the vending machine outside the the flagpole. And then he goes, "Okay, I'll be there." And then he moved? Yes. Oh. That is the epitome of Wait, wait, wait. But I the mic and Well, I think I think but Liam, when, I think Liam didn't want to make her sad that he had to leave. So yeah. Just Irish goodbye. Like the same times, like if, if Uncle Adam's had a little too much to drink at a party and I don't want to say goodbye because I'm going to embarrass myself because I'm a little woozy, I just leave. Yeah? Same thing? Yeah. Best of moment number 33. He produced The Soup, The Joel McHale Show with Joel McHale, and hopefully something with me and Brad soon. <laughs> it's KP Anderson. So like when, when, when you're putting that together, 
is it a different style of writing because you're like oh man this, this is going to be journalists and politicians or is it like the or is it just no we're, we're going to do our thing we, we kind of know we're going to do our thing like joel did some really smart stuff like he mm-hmm. talked to colbert he talked to kimmel he talked to seth myers yeah. um he you know asked a lot of questions about what they liked about what they did what they wish they'd have done differently all that kind of stuff did um seth he, myers mentioned launching trump into the presidency oh no that no, hasn't happened yeah, yet yeah yeah, 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 yeah he uh yeah, yeah. He, I think, I think we sort of all collectively there. Conan uh, mm-hmm. um, did a really great one, and yeah. they they had all done their own version of something great with yeah. it. You know, Colbert's wasn't warmly received, but it was brilliant, and uh, and um, um, Seth's was, you know, Seth's was probably the probably the most like wow of, yeah. of all of them. But Joel kind of went in and um, very smartly, I think, like his sort of directive to us was, I want to cut a wide path. I don't want to do. I don't want to do. You know, any one long run about everyone, about anyone. We did, we wound up doing a long run about Chris Christie, which was like a four joke deep run, but the mm-hmm. rest of it was one, and then moving to the next person, moving to the next person. He said, "I really want to be equal opportunity. Like, I don't want after this is over with, I don't want them saying that I'm just a bleeding heart liberal who is screaming about you know the Republicans." Sure. Um, so we opened with uh, we opened with a, sort of a, our first shot was at Obama. Mm-hmm. Um, which was uh, which was um, uh, as always, Mr. President. You are amazing. Uh, you're just so funny. My favorite one you ever told was when you said you were going to close the detention facility at Guantanamo Bay, <laughs> and the room got quiet. And then <laughs> Michelle Obama goes, <laughs> and then everybody and then everybody broke up a little yeah, bit. So. Uh, C-SPAN is yeah. like one of those paranormal activity movies. It's just grainy shots of empty rooms interrupted by images of people you're pretty sure died a few years ago. <laughs> Perfect joke. Right. Yeah. This is the yeah. beginning. Yeah, that was a Brad Stevens special, I believe. Yeah. I think it was either Brad or Boy. But, yeah, yeah, but it, 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 and to do something like that, and I've heard this from someone else who uh, did the correspondence dinner, it's always you have to wait for sort of the president yeah. to get it, yeah. or in this case, Michelle. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely gives you. So we yeah. met him right before, right before it starts. You go down to this little meet and greet thing, and it's yeah. a tiny room. And uh, and Joel was up at the head of the line, and Brad and Boyd and I, the writers, are all the way in the back. Yeah. And and so I see, we see Joel talking to Obama, and he's like pointing at us a little bit. And so we get up to the front, and uh, and uh, Obama goes, "So you guys are you guys are Joel's writers, right?" And yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, "KP, catastrophic penis, yeah. is that you?" Yeah. And he goes, "Which one of you? Uh, <laughs> which one of you writes on the soup?" And and I was like, "That's me." Was president goes, oh, Michelle loves the soup. You should go talk to her. And so, and so awesome. I slid down, and and he goes, Michelle, this is KP. He wrote on the soup. Or he writes the soup, and uh, and she goes, oh, we love the, the girls, and I've been watching it forever. And I said, uh, and I said, it's so nice to hear, Mrs. Obama. I do have to say that when you came a few months ago to the E building to be interviewed by Ryan Seacrest, and she goes, yeah, I remember that. I go, yeah, I had to park somewhere else that day. And, <laughs> and he overhears it. He's talking to Boyd and Brad. And he overhears it and he laughs, and he and he goes, yeah, that's kind of the pain in the ass of us. We move in wherever we go. And I look at him, I go, it's second term arrogance, Mr. President, and I'm not fun. And he pats me on the show, he goes, all right, you said the thing you thought of in the shower, let's take a picture. Oh. And I was like, this fucking guy is good. Oh yeah. my yeah. God. Yeah, it His was such, timing, Oh, dude. it was amazing. Best of moment number 34, a comics comic, one of the best in the game, the hilarious Todd Glass. We are a comedy club before a restaurant yes. and what it says is look well, you are the customer and we do value you I always feel that way yes. I don't think it's cool to be mean to people no. but that video laid down the law that look we love you but there's some rules here right. and the only one that's better that I've ever seen on the planet than that one I know that's mine is the comedy addict Jared 
Uh, from Subway? No, yeah, Jared oh. from Subway. <laughs> he the does comedy addict in Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He made club. his own. And mm-hmm. it is per, it's better than mine. Wow. Because nice. it educates them. Yeah. And, and um, oh, hold on. I'm, I'm sorry. Let, let me just. So the, what I was going to say about the shushing. Like yes. Brad yeah. said. Yes. That when they walk by, you, right. you know, he goes, I used to walk by like on a scale from one to 10, 10 being the loudest. It was like a two really because maybe just the two tables around them could hear. And, you know, you're just opening up a business. You got a mortgage to pay. It's just a two, like a two, but a two for the tables next to it. He goes, I remember one night just going over and I'm like, I knew they were going to get annoyed. And I, and I had to have them leave. It was a table of four. I got thanked three times as I was walking out because I had to go back and the one lady left her purse and thank you, thank you, thank you. And he goes, that's when I learned it's not enough to have a doorman stand on one end of the room. For heckling, one doorman can can, can control a room of 300 because heckling, you can stand anywhere in the room. But for talking, someone has to roam the room, roam the room because someone could be all the way in the back and just loud enough that 13 people or 14 here. And I'm I'm being honest. But that's a big deal. And the comic can't hear them. The comic can't. I've had that. That's when I learned. After a show, someone's like, God, that was so great. I wish these people weren't talking next to us the whole time. And you're like, fuck, I had no clue because you were 300 feet away from me. That's exactly Mm-hmm. What so, do you do about that? I mean, I tell, I tell doormen now, that's what I just said to roam. you. I go, do me a favor. And I'm always super nice. And I go, you know, just please roam the room. Because I've learned when I go, I used to say, you know, to a club I'm new at, I go, by the way, just checking, you know, is there a door person in the room 100% of the time? Not like, yeah. you know, a lot. You give them a few examples and they get, you know, what you're talking about. And I'm always nice. I go, you know, something like, oh, he's he watches the show. He's just changing the sign outside. No, no. I go, you know, I just, when I'm there, I do like someone in the room 100% of the time, but then I realize that's not good enough because they would have someone planted in the room. Right. Now I go, have them roam around. And I also, if, 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 if I'm feeling a little bit more ASCII, um, <laughs> I go, and by he doesn't have to be frowning. Yeah. Like nothing wrong with the guy. Hey, laughing is that if you stand behind a group of people that need to, you're just, you don't even need to talk to, you know, just, just your presence. There. Just presence, yeah. You laugh at the show. Just yeah. Teach them, yeah, this is what you do. You don't have to stand there like a mean doorman if right. you don't want to. Just watch the yeah. show and enjoy it near that group. It's amazing what just that authority figure close to them will do sometimes. Yes. And, and it just because I've seen some clubs that do it very well where sometimes uh, talking gets a little loud and the doorman just walks and stands next to the table yeah doesn't say anything to him just stands there and they kind of just look up and go oh oh, oh shit okay sometimes and, and they get it right they, and they kind of and they kind of self-police and uh i just want our listeners to be clear um when we were referencing a video earlier uh if you've been to an improv you've seen todd glass <laughs> i think i know it a sort of Okay, you're walking by the improv. Yeah. Okay. Hey, okay, you're walking by the improv. You're thinking, hey, let's go and see a show. And then maybe four people want to see a show. The other four people don't, but you all go in. And then the other people that don't really want to see the show, then they start talking. Then the door yeah, guy bet, comes bet, over. Bet, 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 bet. <laughs> the door guy comes over. He goes, hey, could you please keep it down? You go, we were just laughing. <laughs> okay, now listen. Nobody's ever been thrown out of an improv for laughing. That's yeah. what we love. You come in here. There's good quality comedy. You just laugh during the show. Laugh, shut up, laugh, shut up. How many things in life are that easy? Don't go, but my uncle's the mayor we don't give a shit now a lot of people are going that's a negative way to start out a show i go that's because you were gonna sh- talk we don't give a shit yeah and then that, and then bro- dude, it's by the way so- that was so meta yeah, for us dude, that was because unbelievable because we've been, been seeing you do this video you know what's for years. i haven't done that like the only that's more in my head that when i was in dallas once the whole staff 
So I, you know, the, I'm in the back of the room. They're starting the show. You watch that yep. video roll. They go, do you want us to play that when you're here? I'm like, sometimes I would so say no. Funny, but yeah. And then the whole fucking staff, wherever they were at in the room, did it with me on the video. Wow. I was, I was How like, cool what is the that? fuck is... Go- this is, and then you realize, oh, they planned this. So that's even extra yeah, yeah. special. You're like, oh, it makes your heart melt yeah, a little. You're yeah. like they said, so when Todd's here Monday, you know, whatever. Oh, night, yeah. Dude, that was, I mean, that's, that, by the way, by the that, that's his start. That's to me like if Tom Hanks was here and he started reciting lines from Forrest Gump. <laughs> best of moment, number 35, and the final best of moment, an ALN favorite, uh, an, uh, an ALN legend, an ALN classic ep provider every time he's on. You know him, you love him, Jonathan Kite. Do you take baths? I do. Yeah. So you must love this then. I actually do love I do love the size of it. But you know what's odd about that? I haven't taken a bath, full disclosure. Since 1984. Because I ever. <laughs> um, I just watch other people. I enjoy other people and I enjoy birds in baths. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't like that, that it's so big. I just feel like I'm wasting water. Yeah. This is a huge bathtub. Yeah. This is like a fourth of the size of the, of the jacuzzi out at the pool. I know. And it's and it's kind of like, I don't, what am I going to fill it up? Because then I feel like I'd have to leave it. Yeah. And then take like a lukewarm, you know. What like, would, uh, what what would, uh, if Christopher Walken came into the place we're staying. Yeah. And saw a bathtub that was too big for his liking. Oh, he's here. Oh, he already lives here. But but he's now he's called. He's I'm on the, the maid. staff. I'm the staff that's come to the room yeah. to basically handle the uh, dispute, the, the complaint that he has about the bathtub size. Hello, hi, yeah. Mr. Walken. What's uh, are you enjoying your stay? Well, sort of. Oh, there's a little bit of an issue with the tub. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing I'm known for, it's. Then I like to soak. <laughs> I like to get in there until my balls look like two California raisins. Great. Is it so? What do you need? Anything or is it? Yeah. Is it too big? It's a little big for my liking. I like to feel like you know how pit bulls have a thunder shirt. <laughs> you put it around them so they feel snug, yeah. like a baby in a papoose. <laughs> That's how I like to feel in the tub. I like to get in there and feel like I'm being hugged <laughs> by the water, like a hug from Poseidon. So we'll get you a smaller tub. That's We can switch you rooms. It- I like the tub the way it is, but I'm hoping that one of the many staff members <laughs> will keep offering me towels if they would just hug me. I did notice Mr. was bathing. Mr. Well, that's something I can discuss with the manager when he or she gets here. I did notice you chose to not sleep on the bed. You're sleeping on the pullout couch. Is that is the bed not to your liking? My favorite fairy tale is the princess and the pea. <laughs> and I have pea, PTSD. <laughs> You have P, PTSD? P, PTSD. The P stands for P. (laughs) And the other P stands for post, you know, acronyms. So the last time I slept on a bed, I said, wow, this bed is hot as a rock. It turns out I was sleeping in a Flintstones-themed hotel. Different story, another time. (laughs) But there was definitely a P under the stone. I felt it. I can't sleep on normal beds. What's it like doing laundry at a Flintstones hotel? Well, I like to look at the turtle 
the the snapper. As I'm rubbing the clothes over his face, he hates the underwear in my drawers. But he always says to me, hey, it's a living. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Julia White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.